Trigger warning. The following episode contains references to sexual assault, sexual content, human suffering, death, factual inaccuracies, several entitled people making light of all these things. If any of the aforementioned topics cause you discomfort, you may want to listen to a different episode. As punishment for this crime, you must write, I will not murder pledges ten times on the blackboard. I'm Kelly. Bruises on the chest, lacerations on the head, blood alcohol of 0.12. Clearly, this young man died of a heart attack. I'm Sean. If you want to be a brother here at Boyardee, you know what to do. I'm Adam. Maybe our real brothers are the alcohol poisoning we got along the way. I'm Andy, and this is Acid Pop. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. We're this week on Acid Pop. We will be talking about fraternities, but mostly hazing. Yeah, bro. There's a lot of bros. They date back to the 1800s, these bros. Bros have been a problem for a long time. As long as far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a bro. That's why you should always salt around your house. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel left out of this uh, <laughs> brohood. You can also be in a sorority. Yeah, bros come in all shape, sizes, and genders. Yeah, like girl bros. The word fraternity comes from the early, early 14, I almost said the earliest 14th century. It's like <laughs> 1400 or something. Yeah. Uh, meaning a body of men associated by common interest from the old French fraternité and lat. Can you guess the latum? Latum. Can you guess the latum, Adam? <laughs> Fraternitis. I don't know. Fraternitum. Fraternus. It is fraternitum, and but they also give the nominative fraternitus, so you're all right. Oh, wow. A meaning brotherhood. Hazing means someone to subject someone to cruel horseplay from the, the 1850s. It's an American English student slang from the nautical sense of harass at work, punished by keeping at unpleasant and unnecessary hard labor. The nautical sense? That's what it says. Somebody must have been really drunk to try to say harass at work and come out with hazing. <laughs> Perhaps from uh, the French hazier. Oh, I love that show. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, which means to irritate or annoy. <laughs> I feel like horseplay really uh, undersells. I, I was going to say, it sort of downplays it a bit, doesn't it? Just a little bit of horseplay. <laughs> <laughs> Alcoholic death. They're just roughhousing. <laughs> it's just boys being boys. You know, with punching. I have some trivia for you. I, I don't have mine nicely organized like Kelly did, but uh, we're getting back into it. When was the earliest recorded fraternity death? Like, as soon as two guys decided to hang out together, like <laughs> caveman times. Cain yeah. and Abel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say 2000 BCE. <laughs> so it, re- recorded is an important part because it's mm. it's relatively new to write down the people you killed. Oh, yeah. To oh. get into your club. Oh, nobody cared earlier. It was uh, 1738. Hmm. A young man named Daniel Reese really wanted to be a mason. Oh, wow. During the uh, initiation, a glass of burning brandy was thrown on him, causing ah, death what? by burn. <laughs> <laughs> Heads up. They really the mo- didn't want him to be <laughs> Yeah, I guess. This is called the Molotov test. You know we all did it because we're all covered in terrible burn scars. Yeah, <laughs> and the Freemason who testified against the two people who threw the brandy? Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> oh, wow. 
He appeared as a witness for the prosecution and got two of his fellow Masons thrown in jail for brandy death. That feels like something Franklin wouldn't be there for. Yeah, say, luckily they caught him in between his uh, <laughs> syphilis episodes so he could testify <laughs> properly. True or false? Since 1969, there has been at least one hazing death per year in the United States. At least, you said? At least. Yeah, that's got to be true. Yeah, that feels yeah. true. It is absolutely true. Hooray. Every year, someone is killed by a hazing. But just the one. For every 10 students that are hazed, how many of them actually realize they are being hazed? For every 10? For every 10. How could they not realize they're being hazed? I thought you set that up ahead of time. Yeah. It's just horseplay, bro. I kind of thought oh. they were pretty straightforward about that. Yeah. Two? I was going to say one. I don't know. People are dumb. <laughs> Let's say 50%. Five. Adam was exactly on. Hey. One person out of 10 when they're in, in, <laughs> inducted into these organizations go, I'm being hazed. Wait a sec. <laughs> Hold on. This seems irregular. <laughs> Knowing that fact, what percentage of fraternity members have actually been hazed? You have to be, right? I thought No, was, oh. it's against the rules oh. in a lot of places. You're talking about like these days or like over the entire course of history? I'm going to say these days. I'll, I'll say 10%. I'm mm. sticking with 50%. <laughs> That's a lot. 5%. Kelly is exactly on. Even what? though it is illegal Whoa. to haze people, it uh, it happens roughly half the time. But it's illegal. Well, it's one of those awful things where people are like, well, I went through it, so they yeah. have to go get through it, which seems like the opposite of how you should work. Well, yeah, if I had to have a ping pong paddle shoved up my ass, you'd have to do it too. <laughs> the hand. My logic would be like, let's not hurt any more people, because I learned that pain isn't fun. But That's what I learned in college. The pain isn't fun? Pain don't hurt. <laughs> My degree in empathy. <laughs> How many times more likely are frat members to commit rape than general student population? This sounds like a sad statistic. <sighs> Andy, you're going out of your way to depress me today. <laughs> Welcome back to the show, Kelly. <laughs> Three. Three percent, you said? Times. Three times. Wait. <laughs> Three times more likely. How many times more likely are they? Oh. Five. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I'm going to say it's a trick question. They Ooh. are exactly as likely to commit rape as someone in the general populace. <laughs> I wish that were true, but Sean is exactly right. If you're <laughs> in a fraternity, apparently you are three times more likely to be a sex criminal. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to try and excuse that or anything, but like rape is sort of a word with a broad definition. And like, if... Two people are fooling around and one passes out drunk like that can at times qualify as rape. So I'm not trying to say that's OK, but just, you know, if you've got a bunch of people around drinking, it seems like yeah. that those circumstances are more likely to come up. The risk is just sort of higher in general. And then my final question, what is the biggest cause of death for fraternity members? <laughs> Meteorites. <laughs> what? <laughs> my God, he's right. Alcohol related deaths. Hmm. That makes sense. I was going to say, like, some sort of asphyxiation. Yeah, swallowing ping pong balls and yeah. beer pong. <laughs> Miscellaneous asphyxiation. Is Sean sticking with meteorites? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> you got it. It is alcohol poisoning. Mm. Oh. Could you have shocking. guessed that one? <laughs> so that was all of that. You all did wonderfully. <laughs> now, I didn't want to get into too much of the uh, more depressing things about fraternities. So we're mm. going to do three hazing deaths here. Okay. The lighthearted part. <laughs> I found a website 
the lighter that side. Just fair enough. Documents the cavalcade of hazing deaths that have happened over the decades. It's like one of those pages where you can't scroll to the bottom because it keeps loading more things. The scroll bar just keeps getting smaller. <laughs> I hate those pages. <laughs> you hear that, Reddit? <laughs> so we're going to start with a hazing death that was, it seems kind of innocuous, uh, okay. but still ended up very terrible. In Long Beach, New Jersey, 1974, 19-year-old William Flowers was set to be the first <laughs> black student ever at Zeta Beta Tau. Oh, no. Oh. But first... You have to complete your ritual. But first. <laughs> and that ritual? Well, to be reborn as a Zeta Beta Tau, you must dig your own grave five oh. feet deep <laughs> in the in the sands of the beaches and lay down there the entire night. As the tide okay. rolls in. <laughs> in the morning, you're reborn. <laughs> However, upon digging his five-foot grave, young William, uh, he, he didn't take structural integrity into uh, account. <laughs> he wasn't an engineering student. <laughs> Liberal arts. <laughs> the whole thing collapsed in on him. Mm-hmm. Burying him in five feet of sand. How hard can digging a grave be? Everybody does that. Right? Do we wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Not in the winter. Now he's reborn as tiny crab lunches. <laughs> he managed to kick his legs free and uh, stuck them out of the sand like some sort of boy tree. That's not, that's not the ideal part of your body to get out of the sand. Yeah, he's cheating. Desperately trying to communicate, help me with his toes. <laughs> Semaphore with legs. What's he trying to say? <laughs> Unfortunately, even with his legs free, the sand was so heavy that neither his frat brothers or the first patrolman to arrive could pull him free of the wet sand. <laughs> I take it back. I think he dug a really good grave, actually. <laughs> So they just pushed his legs back down and put up a headstone. <laughs> there we go. Get back in there. He was extricated from the sand 15 minutes later. He died of aspirating sand. I told you. <laughs> I guess they called the authorities instead of just covering it up. Yeah, I'm wondering how they did that in 1970, whatever, on a beach. Maybe they ran the to hole? the police station. Oh, no, called police. Mm. And the newfangled shovels weren't invented until the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> Payphones. But imagine dying in a grave that you dug for yourself. Oh, God. <laughs> Why didn't I see this coming? <laughs> the irony. I'm supposed to be reborn like Jesus, but for bros. You gotta wait three <laughs> days for that. Yeah, they just dug him up too soon. Oh. Um, they didn't let him cook long enough. <laughs> Let's jump forward to those magical 80s when shovels were king. <laughs> 19-year-old James Lenigan always wanted to join a fraternity. I don't... Under- a-, a lot of these stories... Start with, this young man always wanted to be in a frat. <laughs> Dream big, kids. <laughs> Dream bigger, kids. Shoot for the moon, and even if you miss. I mean, his epitaph was written by the fraternity, so. <laughs> when he arrived at American International College, which sounds fake to me. <laughs> Debray. He pledged with Zeta, Ch- Zeta Chi, Zeta Chai. I don't speak Greek. They only got two letters. Yeah, they, they couldn't afford the last one. <laughs> Oh, I'm also, oh, sorry. Uh, in that last one, seven students were charged with manslaughter. Oh. I'm going to point out a lot of these stories you're not going to like the ending of because rich people tend to get away with shit. What? <laughs> Is this fiction? Of. So his hazing began immediately. Like, walk through the door. I'd like to join. They're like, slap. <laughs> right on the butt. <laughs> Good game. He also had to go butt first. He had to do several things to get into the fraternity. He was given garbage to eat, which he did. Oh. He was shocked with a car battery. Oh, and hard to eat. 
he was forced to lie naked in the snow. <laughs> but thankfully, that was all over, and his his uh, fraternity brothers said, "Okay, only one last ritual, and guess what? It's just a spaghetti dinner, bro." Okay, spaghetti is the most deadly food. What? <laughs> Statistically, he got strangled by it. He was like spaghetti dinner, like yeah, with lots of wine. I like wine. This sounds okay. So when he sat down with the other pledges at the table to enjoy a noodly feast, <laughs> the uh, older members came next to him and set a bucket down. You like worms. And said, begin eating and don't stop. Oh, okay. Oh no, is this the beginning to seven? <laughs> <laughs> the spaghetti comes out your eyes. Uh, in a terrible Mr. Creosote style hazing, <laughs> they had to eat spaghetti and drink wine until they vomited and then okay. continue eating. <laughs> James passed out uh, after vomiting once. Okay. It turns out he had auto brewery syndrome, so it was like he was <laughs> no. getting it coming and going. Yeah. <laughs> and they said, ah, what a pansy. And they put him in a bathtub. Okay. Not the most comfortable place to sleep it off, but. You know what they say, throw him in the bathtub. Yep. That's, that's what I always say. <laughs> well, he was covered in vomit, so. Yeah. That's true. Well, hopefully he hit the bucket. I mean, they gave him one. He could be polite enough to oh, use. The bucket was full of spaghetti. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to get it on his spaghetti. <laughs> my spaghetti no that's the bark bucket the spaghetti was on a, like a big I assume it was like one of those crayfish boils where they just took a pot of spaghetti and <laughs> dumped it on the table here's your spaghetti bucket and here's your vomit bucket don't mix them up <laughs> it would be terrible I hope it was just like one uncut spaghetti noodle and he was just <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> in order to be accepted you must lady in the tramp this shit <laughs> somewhere a mile away <laughs> Do you think it was really good spaghetti or really terrible spaghetti? Is there such a thing as really good spaghetti? I mean, like if they were like homemade noodles, that could be really good. Yeah, to me, spaghetti seems like one of those meals you're like, all I have is noodles and sauce. (laughs) Yeah, it's like the best spaghetti I've ever had is like a seven out of ten, and the worst I've ever had is like a six out of ten. But I feel like even if this was like the fucking most amazing spaghetti in the world, the fact that they're like just (laughs) keep going. Oh, you're going to hate it. Don't get me wrong. I'm just wondering if you hate it from the first bite or, you know, if it takes a while. He didn't survive the bath sub. Oh, the bath sub what killed him? him? He drank over a gallon of wine, so he died. Sure. Oh, okay. That happens sometimes when you drink a gallon of wine. No and then matter. you vomit up the food that was absorbing it. No amount <laughs> of bath subs will save you now. <laughs> no students were charged for his death because they were just giving him a nice meal. <laughs> 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 what am I, am I gonna charge it for a fancy dinner? There's no log in spaghetti, officer. <laughs> My god, he's right. <laughs> Sounds like something that the, their rich lawyer would say. <laughs> now, 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 see here. Mr. Show Judge. me in the law book where it says spaghetti is illegal. <laughs> he was just enjoying some ragu. <laughs> and for our final, uh, our final story, we're going to Atlanta, 1989. These are all pretty old. There's some more recent ones, but like like the Manzanita Lake one, but they're they're not as interesting. Mostly it's just yeah. they got drunk and fell off of something. Falling <laughs> off of something was very popular. Like my stairs. <laughs> like fall off a balcony, fall into a lake. Drowning was surprisingly common. Because as it turns out, if you drink a whole bottle of Captain Morgan and go swimming. Don't swim for at least an hour after <laughs> yeah. being hazed with alcohol. After, after being sloshed. Uh, young Joel Harris was studying to be a business lawyer when he... Called up his mom and said, Mom, I'm going to be an alpha man. I've always oh, no. wanted to be in a fraternity, I'm told. <laughs> See, as a, as a young black man, he felt as though he needed to join Alpha Phi Alpha because 
Well, all of his heroes had joined Alpha. Uh, Martin Luther King Jr., Atlanta Mayor's Andrew Young and Maynard Jackson, and the D.C. Mayor Marion Burr? Barr? Don't know. <laughs> Marion Barr. Yeah, yeah. They had all been Alpha Men and were highly successful. Most mm -hmm. of them not dead. <laughs> That's a good track record. And only some of them assassinated. Mom, I can supply the name of five different people that went to this fraternity and didn't die of hazing. That's incredible. However, on the night of uh, October 18th, 1989, uh, Joel went to his hazing and then was later found dead in front of an apartment building just outside of Atlanta. Unrelated, I'm sure. <laughs> his death was attributed to an irregular heart rhythm oh, okay. uh, because he had a congenital heart defect that was fixed when he was two. Oh, yeah. Okay. Here's what's here's what's irregular. It's not beating anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad rhythm. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to go thump, thump, thump. His went thump, thump. <laughs> I wanted to say thump thump nump but that doesn't make any sense <laughs> <laughs> however the irregular heart rhythm doesn't explain the bruises that were all over his face and neck <laughs> well his heart was really going crazy he was just making blood explode out from under his skin weird this, kid, this kid's heart kicked the shit out of him <laughs> you see that night he had participated in the ritual known as thunder and lightning <laughs> that's exciting kung fu panda to take him out yep <laughs> Which was a ritual in which the other alphas uh, got to ask you a, a question about Alpha Phi Alpha history. And if you got it wrong, you got slapped or punched until you could get it right, <laughs> damn it. So really what they're going to say is that he didn't study enough and that's his fault. <laughs> yep. It's unknown how many times he was punched or slapped, but it does seem as though a swift punch to the chest is what ended his life. Mm. <clears throat> it's also unknown how Joel got halfway across town that was a heck of if a his heart stopped working. <laughs> 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 see a young clark kent was also auditioning that night boom shit <laughs> you're in <laughs> okay laser eyes <laughs> it does awfully seem like uh joel's body was dumped in front of an apartment building or like i don't know he left was stumbling a little bit weird <laughs> eight fraternity members were charged with the crime of hazing which carries the maximum punishment of Five hundred dollars. <laughs> Stern talking to. Those are all my hazing stories. Did you get hazed, Adam? Uh, I, I mean, it's they don't really allow that in the Navy anymore. But like, they don't allow like it in fraternities either. Different versions, I guess. Like, it's the ceremony for crossing the line of uh, when you cross the equator for the first time, and they can't like. Apparently, they used to throw garbage on you. Now this time, it was just shredded paper. Hooray! Okay. Technically, that's garbage. Uh, I mean, it's. Throw it's, recycling on you. Yeah. There's still <laughs> versions, I guess, but it's harmless enough. I mean, I got. One of my first days of high school, I was made to push a penny down the hallway with my nose. In high but, school? Yeah. Why? Because I, would, I, I don't know. Big, big men told me to. Nobody <laughs> told me to do that in high school. Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't have that either. Um, and of course, we had the Manzanita Lake drowning that sure. happened here in. Uh, at the University of Nevada, Reno. Yeah, weren't there a couple of those back to back? Yes, those fraternities no longer exist here. Oh. <laughs> the, what what our audience needs to know about the Manzanita, or wait, am I, no, I'm thinking of something else. What's Because there's that building at UNR where there was just like a water feature around it. Yeah, that's it. I think that's it. Okay, right I one. thought so. Yeah, so yeah. Manzanita, Manzanita Lake is barely a pond. Yeah, Manzanita Lake is a man made 
channel about 30 feet across and about four inches deep. <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> it's it takes some effort to drown someone in the middle of a desert. I'm going to guess the swan got him. <laughs> Inhaled a turtle while he was face first in the water. He's a member of a fraternity got too drunk and they said, you must swim across the lake and drinking an alcohol do not mix. Wait, did you yeah. say drinking and alcohol? <laughs> yes, drinking and alcohol do not mix. <laughs> Swimming in alcohol. <laughs> Shit. Don't swim in alcohol, people. Would that get yeah, you but- drunk? I mean, probably eventually. <laughs> I've never had a desire to be in something like that. Also, I'm incredibly boring, so I never... I don't think I ever even knew anyone that really got hazed in any way. We hung hung out with a guy that that was at a fraternity, and he was like, you guys should join. And I was like, yes, I'd love to spend all my days in a house filled with jizz-soaked couches. (laughs) It didn't seem like a very nice place. It did not. I lived in a sorority house for six weeks. That's true. How was that? Creepy. Yeah. It was a big place to have to, I mean, you were in a house that was supposed to house like a couple hundred people and there were like six of you in there. There were, huh. Yeah, there were, there were 17 of us and like the upstairs rooms were, were really nice. Like the room I stayed in and stuff, but like in the basement, there were just rooms full of bunk beds. Like that's where Weird. they kept the pledges in the dark huh. basement. Uh, um, and they creepy had twins lock- kept on appearing at the end of the hall. <laughs> well, they had locked doors that like. So were you not, like, a pledge ever? Oh, no. This wasn't anything to do with college. Okay. It was just, like, during the summer, so, like, no one was there, so they just had the space Uh. to let. Yeah. Don't don't mind the pledge dungeon. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. The thing was, it's Seattle, so nowhere has AC, and it was a really Mm. hot summer. So the pledge dungeon was the one cool place in the the sorority house. So, like, you would go down there. Just to to cool down, but like no one wanted to be down there, so it wasn't like yeah. there was company down there. So you would just be alone in the dark of the pledge dungeon. It was it was very creepy. <laughs> nothing but the muffled screams from behind the walls to keep <laughs> yeah. you company. And like there were a couple times because you could if you wanted to, where I was like, I'm just gonna go sleep downstairs in the pledge dungeon because they have a bunch of beds. <laughs> Can you please stop calling it a pledge dungeon? <laughs> <laughs> nope sorry the pledge catacombs (laughs) but i could never bring myself to do it it was too creepy and like it was just like you go up the stairs and there was this huge wall of pictures of like former sorority sisters and it was just like this wall of blonde white women smiling at you blandly and how very stepford it was it was very uncomfortable except in the literal sense in which again it was a perfectly nice nice place to stay and it had enough space for us and we had our own cook and he was very good and he was the uh, sorority cook, so hmm. he thought cool. us all very strange. <laughs> he cooked the sororities. <laughs> so that's that's the closest I've ever been, and no hazing was involved. I also got sprayed with a fire hose and had to tell Davy Jones a joke. <laughs> what was the joke? I, I don't remember. <laughs> Did Davy Jones laugh? Yes, you have to make okay. him laugh in order to proceed. <laughs> that's hard when he doesn't have his heart. Well, you know, he's in his bucket of dirt or something. I don't remember. <laughs> Alrighty, if we have no more stories, it's time for What Are Your Morals Worth? Okay, folks, you get a bucket and unlimited oh. spaghetti. No. Welcome oh. to the Olive Garden. <laughs> We're family. You oh. get a drink of your choice. Uh, Sprite, please. Start eating. How much am I paying you to just keep going? Oh, no, I don't think I could do that. Like, so what is this? So we eat till we vomit? Is that the... And then eat some more. <laughs> How many times do I have to vomit? Like, when, do, when am I done? 
I'll, I'll, I'll give you one full eating, one vomit, and then getting full again. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I want to eat anymore after throwing up. This might kill Sean. Well, can he have a low-carb sc- spaghetti? <laughs> yes. He's going to have to take so much insulin. <laughs> Cauliflower spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I keep I keep saying that to Mercy when we go out to eat. It's like I just can't eat as much as I used to eat anymore. It, yeah. it happens so fast these days. I'll give you. Well, a maybe you'll of throw up quick. <laughs> oh, that's looking on the bright side. <laughs> Unicorn. <laughs> Shit. And it's very yummy. You can you can pick red or white sauce. Can I have I pesto? Like white sauce. You <laughs> may have pesto. Ooh. The only, the only I, I don't know. I don't mind this too much, but the thing is, I I really hate throwing up. Like he that's, does. I just yeah. I haven't thrown up in probably like fifteen years. <laughs> like this is I don't like to do it. There was that sickness Autumn gave us. That gotcha. I didn't throw up. You did. Did I? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't remember. You're too delirious. You complained to know. about it. Oh. threw up his memories of it. <laughs> Purged in more ways than one. <laughs> so it's just about dealing with the vomit. But honestly, even that's not too bad. If you I also a- feel like if you're stuffing yourself to that extent, like it's probably not going to be that hard to like make yourself throw up. Yeah, I don't really need to wait for like the natural course of things. <laughs> oh, you're cheating then. I don't think that's cheating. <laughs> yeah, I say my sauce of choice is Epicac, please. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You gave me like a thousand bucks to do this. I'd probably do that. A thousand? I was going to go way higher than that. thousand dollars. Choice of sauce. Cauliflower spaghetti. I don't know how that works, but. <laughs> And all the fraternity brothers you could ask for. Yeah. yeah. Cheering me on. <laughs> we all threw up at doing go, this. Go, 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 go. If you finish, you get breadsticks. <laughs> I don't get them right now. Wait, no, never mind. I don't want them right now. <laughs> Save room for the cheesecake. <laughs> Am I in an olive garden? <laughs> Gross. Yes, in an olive garden surrounded by your fraternity brothers or sorority sisters or a combination of both. In a poncho. Or fraternity. Inducted into the ranks of the garden. This, this is to become a, a, a mason. <laughs> is Benjamin Franklin there? In spirit. It's like a Jedi. <laughs> His ghost is there. It's like a Jedi ghost. Yeah. <laughs> Looking approvingly. <laughs> uh, I'll say like maybe $10,000. $10,000 to ride the vomit comet. Ugh. No, don't call it that. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm I'm with Adam on this one. 10000 sounds about right. I don't See, think I, I could do it for less. I'd probably go with Sean, like $1,000. I also do not like throwing up, but... If I have to stuff myself to the point where I'm going to throw up and then stuff myself again, I don't think just one throw up is happening. Yeah, no. Definitely going to be at least two. <laughs> but it's going to be an uncomfortable evening, but like... Yeah. I could buy something cool for 1000 bucks for one Some uncomfortable... enchanted evening. <laughs> and then the, then the noodle connects to somebody else's plate and you, your eyes meet. Yeah. <laughs> You hork into your bucket. (laughs) (laughs) I've never seen you more beautiful. I saw you over the handle of my vomit pail. (laughs) Adam's choosing Sprite, but I think having a carbonated drink is a... I think it's going to help settle my tummy a little bit. (laughs) But coming back up, it's still carbonated. (laughs) Going to have a ginger ale. ginger ale. I want water. I don't want to complicate this at all. Ah, uh, yes, you want the you want the pure flavor of spaghetti coming back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't want to dilute it at all. Water yeah. and plain noodles. Yeah, maybe like Pepto Bismol. That'll help it go down. Yeah, just, just give me a glass of marinara to wash it down with, <laughs> <laughs> and a boba straw. <laughs> 
Just imagine the boba were little meatballs. I'm sucking it down. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna need a bigger straw for this drink. <laughs> Does he have an old toilet paper tube? <laughs> <laughs> this, ben- this this big bendy straw is not working out for me. <laughs> <laughs> so I believe that's it for this week's acid pop. This week sponsored by Olive Garden. <laughs> Eat fresh. Is that is that all? That's, no. that's Subway. When you're when here, you're your family. family. And vomiting. You're vomiting in front of your family. Uh, so I will just say, we don't have any of the stuff anymore. So I'm just going to say, bye. Bye. See you.